I'll never forget those memories from when I was a kid. That giant bandicoot spinning around and breaking all those boxes. He ruined all of our holiday decorations. Dad never did figure out how he got in the house. Reviews for the PlayStation Portal are finally out, and according to reports, the handheld really exists, no matter what we may want. You may think a device that literally only allows you to remote play games you have installed on your PS5 is a bad idea, but did you know that if you use remote play on a tablet, you'll have to place it on a surface with a stand so it doesn't fall over? Ugh, so annoying. Seriously though, playing with a tablet would be hard to do on public transit, but the portal can't do that anyway, since it only connects to Wi-Fi. Now having said that, IGN's Portal reviewer had a great time using coffee shop Wi-Fi to stream PS5 games after relocating to a cafe that didn't require them to open a web browser to accept the Wi-Fi terms and conditions because the Portal doesn't have a web browser. It also doesn't have Bluetooth, so if you want wireless audio, you'll need to spend at least $150 on the PlayStation Pulse earbuds or headset when they eventually come out. Somehow, none of this has stopped scalpers from selling Portal pre-orders at almost double the MSRP because they saw the name PlayStation and stopped asking questions there. Sony, why can't you focus on good ideas? Like your patent for a system that would let gamers load up any point in a game regardless of whether they manually saved there or not. Sure, that sounds like something that has already existed in at least a couple Halo games, but at least it's not e-waste. Andy bought one. Why did you buy one? It's sold out. Why? The nominees for this year's Game Awards have been announced and they're mostly uncontroversial. Cyberpunk 2077 got nominated for the best ongoing category in reference to how its development was ongoing after launch. Best unfinished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what? And the Game of the Year category is chock full of tremendous games whose studios will politely clap when Baldur's Gate 3 inevitably wins. That's Jacob's take anyway. Starfield got a single nomination for the Best RPG category because Jeff Keighley could only think of five RPGs, I guess. Of all the RPGs out there, it's definitely one of them. It is an RPG. <laughs> Perhaps the most controversial nomination though was given to Destiny 2 for Best Community Support. For those who don't know, just last month, Bungie laid off the majority of their community support team, so the accolades they're receiving are mostly due to people who no longer work there. Many former Bungie employees had something to say about this, like Dylan DMG Gaffner, who referenced the 2019 award Destiny 2 won for the same category. Not only did Bungie not send any community support employees to the event, instead then Destiny bosses accepted the award, the company also reprimanded the community team for celebrating afterwards. How dare you take pride in the award you earned? Get back to work. It's Saturday. Hopefully this time, Bungie will send one of the four remaining community support members to Jeff Keighley's Twitch stream for game trailers. We don't know, but the whole thing is actually in his mom's basement. Hey guys, I got some cool trailers to show you. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is breaking records by being the worst reviewed game in the franchise, including one of the series' worst campaigns. Based on 43 critic reviews, the PS5 version is sitting at a 56 out of 100 on Metacritic with a user score of 1.7. <laughs> wow. Some users are so upset, they're review bombing a game from 2011 by accident collateral damage happening. The most likely explanation for this poor reception is the game's rushed development. 
It was previously reported that the game was initially pitched as an expansion to Modern Warfare 2 before morphing into an entire sequel, and several former and current Call of Duty developers told Jason Schreier of Bloomberg that they had to work evenings and weekends to complete the campaign in less than half the time of previous games. Aaron Halen, head of Modern Warfare 3's development studio Sledgehammer Games, released a statement seemingly refuting some of these allegations and saying they were trying to deliver what fans wanted. The thing is, no one wanted to keep getting domed by the last game's notorious invisible tree person. That evil Groot skin is harder to find and deadlier than Waldo. He's called Wally in Britain. Where's Wally? Yes. Oi! Where'd you go, Wally? <laughs> Wally! <laughs> now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Dbrand and their tempered glass screen protectors for the Nintendo Switch, Steam Deck, ROG Ally, and Legion Go. With flawless optical clarity, for beauty, knife-proof scratch resistance, for durability, and two screen protectors in each order, for in case you suck at putting the first one on, Dbrand's tempered glass screen protectors are the best product out of all products ever. Visit MyBossIsVeryShort.com and enter the code GAMELINKED to get 10% off your entire purchase. You know what, saying quick bits simply isn't fast enough anymore. From now on, they shall be called... Amazon has cut over 180 jobs in its gaming division, a number that coincidentally symbolizes the number of degrees between what the company says about Amazon games and what they do about Amazon games. VP of Amazon Games Christoph Hartman announced the layoffs in an internal memo saying the company is closing its game growth and crown channel initiatives. The cuts are part of CEO Andy Jassy's cost-cutting mission that, thankfully, still allows for a 24-7 licensed counselor to be available to all these people losing their jobs. I bet they're sad. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it before you get the f*** out? <laughs> Remedy, the developer known for their moody single-player games, is working on a free-to-play co-op multiplayer game published by Tencent, which sounds less Alan Wake and more Diablo Immortal. Uh, Do you get a Stephen King skin? Yes, but it's $20. <laughs> but if you were worried that the iconic studio behind Max Payne was about to join Bioware by pulling an anthem, this week Remedy said they're rebooting the game you just heard of, codenamed Vanguard. It's Kestrel now, and while it will have co-op, it won't be free to play, it will be a premium game, which is apparently what we're calling normal freaking games you pay for up front now. If you didn't know, Remedy also developed the single player campaigns for Crossfire X, sequel to the most played game in the world, and if they have to do that to fund their actually good games, you know, hey, that's fine with me. Netflix has announced it will be adding several games, both new and old, to its growing library. Some, like Shadow and Bone Enter the Fold, are currently available, while others, like indie smash hit Hades, are merely listed as coming soon. Hades is great. I don't even like Rogue Lights, and I love that game. Though when the Netflix version of Hades launches, it will be an iOS exclusive. Oh, what? While Netflix plans to expand their selection, only two games so far are available for TV or PC play. The rest are mobile titles, making the platform unsuitable for any game not meant to be played in eye-straining squinto-vision. Oh, looks amazing. Sonic the Hedgehog is tired of fast games, so he's getting a new board game. Again, technically, there was another one in 2018 that called Knuckles Nukes. Just, just so you know. 
The new game is cooperative, takes 30 to 60 minutes for a match, and can be played by one to four players, just in case you're a grown man and none of your friends want to play a Sonic the Hedgehog board game with you, for some reason. It's also rated 14 and up, either because of the relative complexity of the rules or out of a well-meaning desire to prevent more impressionable young children from Googling Sonic fan art. What has been seen cannot be unseen. <laughs> this, is, this is no joke. And Xbox, in partnership with Warner Bros, has launched a sweepstakes offering Willy Wonka-themed Xbox accessories, including a fully edible chocolate controller and a non-edible, non-chocolate controller. Don't mix them up. <laughs> Don't get confused. <laughs> Though with enough determination, you can eat any controller you want. It's the perfect crossover of console gamers and... Confectionaries. Timothy Chalamet fans. Like, <laughs> There's also a chocolate-inspired, but not actually chocolate, Xbox that comes with a unique console display, which has the special feature of taking up even more space inside your house. Why is this? There are also five gaming-themed truffles, which I assume you can eat, but I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> and chances are high that you should come back on Thursday for more game news. RNG won't let you down this time. For a, se for a second there, I thought that was like Riley News Group. <laughs> That's not. No. It's basically what we are, though. Yeah, the Riley News Group.